This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, you're about to listen to a free preview of this week's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Podcast. Now this is an exclusive show we do over on Patreon.com slash Top Rope Nation for all of our great supporters over there. If you like what you hear, head on over to Patreon.com slash Top Rope Nation. Sign up to become a supporter of the show. You get all kinds of bonus content, including the classic show, including Top Rope Nation Extra. You also get access to our show notes each and every week. So you can see what we're going to be talking about before we go on the air with the flagship podcast. And you can also hear what we're talking about before we go on the air because you get access to the Top Rope Nation pre-show each and every week where myself, Justin, and Kyle get on the air. We talk about whatever's on our minds. Sometimes it's not even pro wrestling related. Always a hilarious listen. Oh, and by the way, you get a free gift sent to you in the mail when you sign up. We think it's worth it. If you like the show, you'll enjoy what we're doing for you over there. All of the exclusive content. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Top Rope Nation. Enjoy the free preview of this week's edition of Classics. And if you like what you hear, hopefully we'll be seeing you over on Patreon. Hello, Memphis. back with another edition of top rope nation classics here the patreon exclusive podcast we're going back in time today to some classic memphis wrestling so we thought who better to bring on first of all than the guy who suggested the match but second of all because this man you've heard him on the on the podcast before he grew up in the great city of memphis tennessee surrounded by all of that classic wrestling material none other than Derek Chappelle. Derek. Welcome back to Top Rope Nation. We're excited to talk some Memphis with you today. Ryan Drosty, <laughs> Ross, you are a bunch of egg-sucking dogs, but it is good to be here to talk a little classic Memphis wrestling. On point, Terry Funk impersonation. I love it. Derek. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, first of all, Derek, so we're going to be, for those of you listening along, we're going to be talking about the empty arena Terry Funk versus Jerry Lawler match from 1981. Uh, Derek, why'd you choose this match in particular? Um, well, so we were trying to, I was trying to find a couple of different matches. I wanted to get some Jerry Fargo uh, with you guys to watch him and Jerry Lawler because Jackie Fargo was kind of a mentor to Jerry Lawler and, you know, kind of went, would go with Memphis Wrestling. It went Sputnik Monroe and Billy Wicks to Jackie Fargo and uh, to then Jerry Lawler. And I, we just couldn't find a full match because they would record. 
matches on during the Coliseum on Monday and then kind of play clips during Saturday. And there was no YouTube.com back in those days. So the only thing you can really find are television broadcasts of the Monday night matches. So you couldn't really find a full match. Now, this one um, is Terry Funk versus Jerry Lawler. And it's, I think it was one of the first empty arena matches. And with everything going on in pro wrestling right now, it kind of fits what's going on. Why not show one of the first, if not the first, empty arena match? Yeah. It, yeah, it was the first. And I'll be honest with you, Derek, when I had learned from Ryan that you were going to be joining us to do some Memphis wrestling match. We didn't know at first what it was. Um, I held off on making this the deep dive last week on last week's uh, Top Rope Nation show proper in the hopes that you would pick this match. And you did. So thank you very much. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just like I said, I really wanted to find something Jackie Fargo and Jerry Lawler because when those guys punch each other in matches, I mean, Jerry Lawler has one of the best punches in wrestling. Yes. And it, he learned that from Jerry, Jackie Fargo and watching those two just pummel each other as much as they can in the match is really fun to watch. But this is going to be a fun match, too. Yeah. Yeah. Derek, so you mentioned the Coliseum. Of course, the Mid-South Coliseum, very well known for pro wrestling over the years. And so growing up in Memphis, tell us a little bit about your experiences going to the Mid-South Coliseum to take in live wrestling. Because I've I've heard you talk about this in the past, and it's kind of unique, I think, for a lot of us to get the perspective of someone who actually attended shows there. So um, for most of Memphis's time, we really didn't have any um, professional sports teams. You know, we may have had the Memphis Chicks, which were a semi-pro baseball team. We did have the Memphis Showboats for a while, which were a USFL team. But other than that, you know, we really never had before the Grizzlies, um, never had professional sports. We had our Memphis Tigers basketball. The football team is until recently is was something to be desired of. So a lot of these folks really took to professional wrestling because it was something you could go see live and every Monday night at the Mid-South Coliseum, you know, in its heyday, it was bringing in 11, 12, 13,000 people all screaming, old ladies hitting people with their hand po- or their pocketbooks and hitting the peel wrestlers. I mean, it was just the classic Memphis wrestling venue. And, you know, you would go and I always would love to see uh, Jerry Lawler throw fireballs at people. That was always I was really enamored by that growing up. And my dad uh, would take me a lot of times to the Monday night Memphis Coliseums. And it was just it's just a fun time. It, it, it just really was. And it was before you knew of words like kayfabe and heel and babyface, And it was just you were just watching men fight each other. And it just it just seemed so real and so fun. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's an experience. Not most most wrestling fans cannot say they went to Memphis wrestling on an almost weekly basis. But we all, we all are familiar with the product. It's so well known, one of the best territories in the U.S. for a long time. What are like the earliest years you could say you have memories going there? Uh, I don't know. I've drunk drank a lot since then. But <laughs> uh, I think my dad started taking me probably when I, when I was like probably in this six, seven, eight year old ranges. Um, and it was just really to go see Jerry Lawler. That was what I really wanted to do. He's one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid. And he also had folks like Brian Christopher and Bill Dundee and wildfire, Tommy rich and Austin idol. And just a bunch of great Southern professional wrestlers, um, that really wanted you to, you really wanted to go see and like someone like Austin idol or Tommy rich, you wanted to see them get their butts kicked week in and week out by Jerry Lawler. Yeah, I can't like pull any individual matches out of my head just because it was. It seems like it was. I mean, it was 
what now 30 years ago yeah <laughs> i mean i'm 38 now so wow 30 years so, ago oh okay that answers that question i was going to ask exactly so were, did you go when like during the wwe invasion stuff when uh, when Vin, like 93 ish would you you would have been there then in 93 like when they were doing like when vince mcmahon was doing the heel character the prototype for mr mcmahon that we would all come to see five years later on a national basis. I remember seeing that on Channel Five Television, Brian, uh, Kyle. I do not remember uh, going to the Coliseum and seeing Vince McMahon pull anything there. But you know that was back. I mean, he was doing a show. Was it? Was that still? Was Monday Night Raw happening, or was that when they were doing? It was Tuesday like Night yeah, it would have been the first year of Raw. Yeah, it would have been like the summer of '93. So you wouldn't have seen Vince McMahon, I'm sure, around. The U. By then, it would have been USWA. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was the WWA feud. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I do remember like them there being a local chapter of the Nation of Domination that was head by PG thirteen, JC Ice and Wolfie D, one of which was Bill Dundee's son. Um, and it had members like um, oh Lordy, why can't I think of his name right now? He used to make fun of us all the time when we go to the TV tapings. Uh. Reggie B. Fine. Oh, I loved Reggie B. Fine. Reggie B. Fine was one of the greatest heels in Memphis wrestling, man. We, my football team got to go to a Channel 5 uh, television recording. And we were all there in our jerseys looking proud. You know, we're tough football players. And Reggie B. Fine pokes his little bald head out and s- looks out at us. And he says, hey, what's that? A bunch of Girl Scouts? And <laughs> us in voices were like, we're not, we're not Girl Scouts. We're, we're football players. Shut up. And later in <laughs> match he got taken down and so he complained to the ref that uh the, the guy pulled his hair and we all screamed you don't have any hair and he just shut up girl scouts and it's like <laughs> this dude is just looking back like that dude was perfect at eliciting what emotion he wanted to get out of us <laughs> that's awesome I'm going to go way back. So I was researching Memphis wrestling a little bit. I got one question for you. So I know before the Mid-South Coliseum opened, like in the early 60s, most of the Memphis wrestling was happening at the Ellis Auditorium, which got torn down in like 97. Did you ever step foot in the Ellis Auditorium? No, no. That was, no, no uh, I, I can remember going and watching wrestling at something called the Pipkin Building, but we ne- I never got to go to the Ellis Auditorium. Okay. So, yeah, that was, I guess that was the site of a lot of the shows before the Mid South Coliseum. So, just curious.